The Truth Behind Success with your host, Ricardo Rosales. And in Spanish, it's fairly simple. Ricardo Rosales, that's how you pronounce it in Spanish. If you're listening to me and you are a non-Spanish speaker, then you know how to say my name. You got to pronounce those R's like R, okay? So... Enough with my name. Uh, this is the Truth Behind Success with your host, Ricardo Rosales, and I'm here to talk to you about what am I going to talk to you about? Well, number one, this is a non-scripted podcast, so it's pretty much what I'm feeling throughout you know, this morning or throughout the day or whenever I, I record it, so <clears throat> it's, um, I apologize for that. I got to clear my throat a little bit, you know, after I exercise... Um, you know, my lungs get very active and and usually I do this podcast after exercising. So, you know, I may sound a little drained. I may sound a little pumped up. It all depends on how my energies are going. But today I'm feeling marvelous. And, and I wanted to talk about feelings today. Basically, how do you feel um, when you go, when you want to achieve the things you want to achieve in life? Um it really impacts the outcome of your, you know, of your task. So for, for, for a long time or for most, the, the most part of my life, for some reason, when I wake up, I am not the most energetic person out there. I wake up and I feel like I want to continue to sleep. I feel like I want to roll, just roll over to the other side. And I don't know if you can relate to me. Um, I know people that they just open their eyes and they're out up and about and man, I, you know, I really don't know what their secret is, but on my case, I struggle with waking up because I kind of like laying down and relaxing and, and just getting the most sleep I can. And, you know, I remember when I worked offshore, some of my friends called me a sleeping beauty because if we weren't working, I was, I made sure I was in bed. It's not the case today. I work a lot. Um, I work long hours. But I will be honest with you, when I get up, my ass drags out of bed every morning. And the way I change that is by the way I feel. And um, so I created this, uh, this routine to where, you know, I do a little meditation as soon as I get up. So I wake up, go to the bathroom, do my thing. And, you know, right after that, I, I recorded some meditations with my voice on my cell phone that I listen to, and I just simply close my eyes, I listen to these meditations, uh, they take, it's about 10 minutes, it's, three, it's about three of them, three different meditations that I do, and it's more on a deep visualization, and um, so I visualize, and, and, and then what I do is, you know, I go wash my face or whatever, and I get dressed right away to go exercise, I don't think about what I gotta go do during, during the day just yet, um, because what my next step is to go exercise. That's how I force myself to go exercise and to stay healthy and stay in shape or actually get back in shape. Because, you know, if you know me for a long time, when I was about 14, 15, 16 years old, I was a skinny. I mean, I, I, you could barely see through my bones if you wanted to. And now that I'm 40 years old, I had this big tire that goes around my bones, and uh, I did gain a lot of weight. So I think the heaviest I've been is 285 pounds, and I'm only 5'9". So that's that's obesity. That's being overweight. And 
you know, even though I racked up those pounds throughout the years, um, I didn't, you know, it got to the point to where I didn't feel about it. And I think being overweight takes more energy from you. So, you know, you're not as energetic. You don't want to move around as much um, because your body is just in, in a stage to where it wants to store more energy for whatever. Um, so, and then you build resistance to insulin. And that's why you, you basically build the tire around your waist and your belly gets bigger, your legs get bigger. And anyways, I discovered that if I get up in the morning and I do this meditation and then I just go put on my running shoes and I go upstairs, I have a, where most people got a movie theater on their houses, I have a gym. And, you know, I figure that I can watch TV whenever I do, because I really don't watch much TV other than YouTube. I'm a, I'm a YouTube, um, that's kind of like my TV channel. Um, I just go upstairs and, and I do some cardio. I do some weights. I'm more into weight training now because I've discovered that doing weights, you can build muscle and destroy fat at the same time. And so, and I kind of enjoy the weights thing because it doesn't make me as tired. I'll get tired afterwards, but at the beginning, you know, you kind of get after it fairly easy. So I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos on how to lift weights and, and how to, you know, attack different portions of your body that you want to you wanna build up. And I was actually listening this morning to, uh, or watching this morning a, a video about, um, you know, about how when you exercise, your belly is the last thing to go. Because um, your body is so smart that in order to protect the core of your system, that's where it will store all the fat. Um, the, your core is the most important portion of your body, and, and your, so is your brain. But, you know, your core, that's where most of your organs are. So, um, you know, your body creates that protection, that extra layer of fat in order to protect your core. And that's why you get a big belly and, and the big tires and, and the big guns and all of that. So I learned that if you go and you, and you lift weights and you start building muscle in your chest and your legs by doing squats and, and you know, press and push-ups and things of that nature, you're not only going to burn fat, but you're going to build the muscle. So I've been, I've been very, very strict about getting up in the morning doing my visualization routine and then right away just get it on my closet put it on my running shoes get it on my workout gear which consists of a whatever t-shirt i can grab and some shorts and then i just get upstairs and i do my thing for about 45 minutes to an hour and i have been doing this consistently for the last three months so and i do it from monday through friday and i will either skip saturday or do it on Saturday and skip on Sunday. That way you give your body a day's worth of rest. Sometimes I've done twice to where in the morning I do the weights and in the afternoon I get on the bicycle. I have a stationary bicycle on that gym as well that I can get on for, um, you know, about 20 to 25 minutes, sometimes 15 minutes. It all depends on how I'm feeling. I just want to get my metabolism going to where it's burning and, and to where it gets activated and, and I'm, I'm, I'm getting the health that I need and I'm getting to burn the fat that I need to burn. So I wanted to bring this up because for a lot of people, it's hard to get up in the morning and go do that first thing. They want to go attack problems. They want to go and get to working mode. They want to go and do the things that they think is going to put money on their banks. And, and yes, that's all, that's all good. You can do that after you exercise. 
um, the only the only re- way I don't exercise in the morning is if I gotta if I have to have a like or maybe I have a very early meeting that I have maybe a closing or something like that that you know they put very early for me then I will skip the the exercise that morning and I will do it in the afternoon but I still do it in the afternoon so I make sure that uh, that um, that exercising and being healthy and energizing myself in the morning it's a a must for me otherwise um you're not gonna i'm not gonna feel as good uh throughout the day and i'm speaking on my experience okay maybe for you guys or for some other people exercising before going to bed is the best thing because they can they can lay down and rest on my case it doesn't work if i exercise before going to bed i'll be up until three or four o'clock in the morning because my adrenaline and my my adrenaline rush is going to be so high that you know I'm not going to have um the the I guess my body will not be rested to where it wants to just go and shut down my body will want to continue going so that's why I discovered that exercising in the morning for me number 1 it will change my mood from early in the morning um, because, you know, it's, it's going to keep me going throughout the day, but it's also going to get me out of the state to where I don't want to roll out of bed. Uh, and now you go from feeling tired and, and maybe shitty, if, if I want to put it that way, to where you understand in lame terms, into, you know what, visualizing, creating your future, and now you go exercise and, and get your endorphins and your body going. Um you know, you attack the rest of the day much easier. And a lot of people don't understand this. For some other people, is you know, doing it before going to bed is the best thing ever because they get to rest. And I've ha- I got friends that they tell me, it's like, look, man, I got to exercise before going to bed because that's when I can rest, I can shut down, I can close my eyes, and my body goes into a deep sleep, and, and I feel much rested the next day when I get up. I've tried it, um, um, you know. I try not to exercise after 7 or 8 p.m. Otherwise, I'll be up very late. Um, I try to exercise. If I do it in the afternoon, maybe around 4 or 5 or 6, the latest. That way, um, you know, I'm not, you know, all pumped up until late hours. So, anyways, I feel that I needed to throw that out there uh, because a lot of people, they... You know, sometimes we wake up or we, we are going throughout the day and we just feel like shit straight up and we need to change that, you know, and one of the, the ways that to do it, well, anyways, the way I do it early in the morning is I just go and exercise. That's the way I do it. But also, if I skip my exercise th- throughout the day, then what I do is I go and listen to my favorite podcasts, whichever it is at the time. I, yesterday, I discovered that Tony Robbins had a new podcast uh, came out and I started watching it and all of a sudden, man, my soul got back in my body and I was happy And it, it, because I was listening to the things I needed to listen at that time. So just go ahead and tune in on your favorite podcast. You know, you know, another thing you have to do is quit watching the news. If you continue to watch the news, you are filling your soul and your brain with negativity. Yes, sometimes there are positive things in the news, but... For the most part, 95% of the news is just basically drama. They want to sell drama because the average person is addicted to drama. So they know that if they create drama, people are going to be hooked up on it. And they want to know what's going on in the world. And they want to know what's going on in the neighborhood. And for the most part, these bad things that they display, they never display you know, the great things that people are accomplishing 
Um, they just want to uh, display the controversy. So you eradicate news from your life. You're going to be a much better person. You're going to feel much better about yourself and your community and your and your and the people that you deal with on a daily basis. So you know that's another way to stay positive and and change your your basically the way you feel. Um, another way that I kind of I kind of laugh my butt off when when I heard this um, from Tony Robbins, but he said, look. If you're feeling like crap, if you're feeling like shit, basically go on the mirror, look at yourself, and just put a smile on your face and see how everything changes. And, you know, I was like, man, that's simple. Yeah, just go in the mirror, put a smile, and look at yourself smiling and see how everything changes around you. And I've tried that, and it works. So when a negative thought comes into mind, you got to immediately recognize that you have a, 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 a negative thought and then you got to replace it with a positive one. And that's why he says go in the, in the, in the mirror and smile and kind of like look at yourself and, 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 and watch yourself smiling because now you're replacing something negative with something positive, which is you being happy and being, um, all, you know, all smiles and all that. But with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, you know, I want to tell you a little brief story. Um, and a few episodes ago, I was talking about how I seized the opportunity and and uh, when most of the people were actually quitting that company that I was a part of and I was proud to be a part of, um, you know, I'm still proud that I was part of that particular company back then. Um, it's, uh, you know, I seized the moment and, and things started rolling for me and I started making good money. I started working offshore. I started going on rigs. Um, I, I, I was working as a trainee. But it was okay because I was learning how to do my job. I was being trained by the senior guys that were that I had put been put together with on those teams, and and for the most part, I was working on teamwork effort. But I realized that um, it, you know, right before I got very busy, I was part of the completions team, and in the completions team, they had a. Um, Basically, they had a coordinator, and I'm not, I don't want to mention no names or anything like that. Um, I don't want to point people out or bring people, you know, whatever. But there, there was a coordinator, and this coordinator had a, a group of guys that he liked. And, you know, three months down the road after I graduated, I realized that, uh, that um, these guys were busy all the time. And they were the ones going offshore making all that money, uh, you know, getting paid big dollars for going and, and making, you know, uh, the jobs and doing the jobs. And a couple of, of, of the other guys, were, we weren't we were part, part of that, that group, that the selected group that they had. So um, we, we got stuck with working in the shop. And the pay of working in the shop, as opposed to the pay of working offshore, was like day and night. If you worked in the shop, you can barely scrap with maybe a couple of grand a, a month. But if you were offshore, you were pulling 10000 and up. So you, everybody wanted to be offshore. But, you know, when you go to the, the shop and you look at or you went to this uh, coordinator's office, you look at the board, you always see the same, saw the same names on the board over and over and over and over again. And I was like, man, why do these guys keep getting the work? And, you know, like me and, and Nick, for instance, who's a buddy of mine that we were on the same boat. We kind of like started talking. It's like, man, do you you realize it's the same guys getting the work all the time. They don't rotate them. 
um, and all of us are kind of like left behind and is there something special about them you know are they better than we are well, you start questioning many different things and what we realize is that you know number one yes those guys were good but number two the leads from the projects were requesting the same guys over and over again because now they have gotten used to working with them as a team. But number three, they were also liked by the coordinator at a personal level. So there was some sort of click. I would call it the click, okay? They were in the click, and we weren't part of the click. So, you know, that was affecting us financially and also professionally because we weren't going offshore and learning and all of these things. So long story short... Um, I started looking. I was like, man, I got to do something because I don't, I don't, I just don't want to stay in the shop. I just don't want to, you know, uh, stay, you know, here and those guys are making all the money. I'm, I wasn't envious or, or anything like that from those guys that were doing well. I was more uh, mad or, or disappointed that there was not a better system to distribute the wealth with, in between the employees that, that were waiting to go to, on the next job. So, and I'm not a socialist by any means. I'm I'm a capitalist, you know. And 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 but I knew there was personal feelings involved, and we realized that there was some sort of click. And uh, what I did is number one, I went and found me another option. I went and talked to the competitor, and I said, "Look, I'm working in this company. I need a second option. I'm not happy right now because even though things were going my way, I wasn't making any money." And at the end of the day, I had to look after myself and my family and my finances. And quickly, they offered me a job with much better pay. Uh, and they promised me that I was going to stay busy working offshore because I knew they needed people. So so that was the first thing. Um, I went and found my BATNA, which is your best alternative to negotiated offer. Okay? Um, so... That's what they call it. Uh, they, if you ever went through a business school or something like that, you will learn that term, BATNA. And um, best alternative to negotiated offer. So I went and found my BATNA. I, I, I had a job offer from the competitor. And the next approach was I'm going to have to go talk to my boss. And then I went and talked. To, but I didn't want to go talk to my boss before I had an, uh, uh, um, uh, a different uh, option because – Last thing I wanted to do was start a bunch of stuff, get fired, and then not have anywhere to go. So I had my little plan B set up before I went and talked to my boss. So I went and approached my boss and I said, look, boss, I'm actually here to talk to you about because, man, I really want more more offshore time. And I, I want to go, you know, learn and make money and this and that. And he's like, oh, you'll get your time. you get your time. It's like, well, I know I will get my time, but right now I'm not getting it. And when do you think we'll get it? And so he's like, well, let me invite the coordinator. So he invited the coordinator and the coordinator is like, oh, you know, right now you guys are doing a great job in the shop and you're helping out here and there. And I said, look, guys, I love what you guys are doing. You guys are, you know, organizing your business and everything else. But the truth is I'm not getting enough offshore time and I'm not making enough money and I need to do that. So in order for me to, you know, to be happy uh, or to, 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 to feel better about the job I'm doing, yeah, I don't mind going offshore and then coming back and maybe working in the shop and helping out. But I need to go offshore because that's where the money is. And if you didn't have the work, I would understand. But the truth is you keep the same guys busy over and over again. And we don't get in to see any of that time. And he started kind of like feeling awkward because – now he's getting put on the spot. And I said, look, guys, this is simple, man. 
you guys either put get me busy offshore or I'll just turn in my resignation tomorrow. And they their eyes just lit up, you know, big time because I remember I had just graduated from the training program, maybe four months before that. And they, when you go through a training program, it cost them probably a couple hundred thousand dollars just to get you through a training program. And now they are risking the, 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 you know, the, the money that they put into you. And now you're going to go work for somebody else. And they're like, well, where were you going to go? And I was like, look, simple, man. I'm just going to go to the competitor. I'm not going to tell you where, but I already got a job offer and, and it's making, I'm making more money on that job offer than I will with you guys. I'm not asking you to give me a raise. I'm not asking you to, you know, do anything stupid. All I'm asking is get me busy. And sure enough, that conversation, uh, put me at a whole different level of respect, not only from my boss, but from the coordinator, because now he knew I wasn't playing around. Now he knew I wanted to stay busy and, and things changed for a little bit. Um, you know, at the end of the day, I went out and talked to the, another manager and also found option number Z or, or letter C basically. And this other manager, um, had a different group. He had the drilling group and, I was just talking to him, see how things were going because we were all sharing the same office. And he goes, man, I just can't find enough people to send offshore. And I said, well, can you send me? And he's like, well, you have to talk to your boss and he will have to change you from groups and this and that. But you, I guarantee you, you'll be offshore tomorrow. So I went and sit down, sat down with my boss and I said, look, boss, um, I don't want to quit this company. I'm actually grateful to this company, but I know this other manager has this need. And, and I think it will be better for all of us just for you to allow me to go to that group. That way I can stay busy and, and do what I need to do. And that's how I ended up in the, in the, in a different group. And actually it was a training program that I didn't go through because, uh, but I mean, but the, uh, the, the formal program that I went through would allow me to learn and understand much better what they had going on on that other group. But so long story short is you got to have different choices and you got to have different opportunities and you create them. And what I did is I created two different opportunities back then, one within the company and one outside the company. And at the end of the day, I decided to stay in the company. I was grateful that they allowed me to change, but I also seized the opportunity that, you know, that I had before. And now seizing another opportunity that I had at that time or that I had created at the time, just because I stayed plugged in and I stayed, you know, on top of my game. So this is the truth behind success. It's not easy. Success is not easy, but it's completely worth it. And you have to work for it. You have to, you know, get up every morning, feel good about yourself. Even if you feel like crap, that's why I started talking about that earlier. Um, one of the reasons I talked about this one story, uh, is because you can change the outcome of what things are like. And I decided to change my, my outcome back then on creating these new opportunities, not only from an outside business, but from within the business that I was a part of. And I did it to where they love me because after, after that, I, I was busy doing one, uh, you know, working with one group and then the other group would request me for some extra work. So, you know, long story short, I, I'm still, you know, not friends, but I'm still connected to most of those people that I used to work with uh, one way or another, either through LinkedIn or Facebook or social media. And, and we have respect for each other. Um, but the moral of this podcast is to change the way you feel. And for you to change the way you feel, you have to take action. 
whether you exercise, whether you look yourself in the mirror and, and, and you start smiling or whether you are, you are replacing a negative thought with a positive thought every time a negative thought comes into mind or whether you just create new opportunities, you have to change your outcome. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, the truth behind success, you can find me at thetruthbehindsuccess.com or ricardorosales.com, also at renovatingrichesradio.com or in Spanish, renovandoriquezas.com. And uh, you can you can learn more from me and from my business partners and from everyone that's involved in our businesses that we display podcasts or videos. And with that being said, I want to wish you a great day. Bye.